Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Hyatt Ziva Riviera Cancun at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. Welcome to Checking In with Michelle Williams, a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. Hey, y'all, welcome to another episode of Checking In. I cannot thank you guys enough. The support is just sometimes it's jaw dropping. I'm like, what? Y'all really are checking in. So listen, today's guest is super amazing. She is such a beautiful poet and artist. Listen, I've got some of her art in my living room and it's just amazing to have her on the show today. She uses her art to connect us to one another. Her new book, How Far You Come, will take you on a journey. It will inspire you to rediscover your hope. And next thing you know, you'll look back and what? You'll notice how far you've come. Coming up next here on Checking In with Michelle Williams. Hey, everybody, it's Michelle Williams again. I'm so excited about today's special guest. Please welcome to the Checking In Podcast, Morgan Harper Nichols. Well, hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm incredibly honored. OMG. And not only is she all those things, but she is also someone whom I, I hold her painting, one of her paintings in my home. And it basically says, uh, I, I'm going to read it. It says, note to self, you have come so far. So every day when I walk in my home, that's what I see. And so mm. Morgan, just thank you so much for your heart and your gift that you um, let us in on. Mm. Oh, well, thank you for for saying that and just reflecting that back to me because there are, and, and that piece you're talking about, that was one that was very personal for me. I actually use my own hand as the reference to paint that because I was like, this is something that I have to remind myself of. So to just know that you connect with that as well, that's just so meaningful. Um, 
because it's it's so easy to forget <laughs> how yeah. far we've come and and yeah it's a daily a daily reminder it it truly is yeah wow i'm just wondering you probably didn't plan it most don't mm. as far as the success or the attention yeah. and how your profile has risen Mm-hmm. And how folks like Michelle Obama and uh, Jennifer Garner, Reese Witherspoon, um, ladies like, well, shucks, we gonna put our own selves in it too. <laughs> Did you ever imagine to be in that company? I did not. I actually remember the day. Um, it was when Michelle Obama's foundation. When I saw, <laughs> when I saw the um, like notification pop up on my, on my Instagram, I was like, "This is just I never would have imagined." And I always, since when I was a kid, I really did have. Um, I I'm very blessed to have two parents who. Uh, my parents are pastors and they also were just so encouraging to my sister and I. They were like, you all were made to do things. Like they mm. were just like, let's get instruments, crayons, whatever. <laughs> they they mm. encouraged me at a young age to to pursue whatever it was that God would have for me to do. And I really do think that that set the tone for me, even though I didn't know what that would be. Like, (laughs) I love to write, but I was like, I don't know how to publish books. I mean, most kids don't know how to do that. (laughs) So, Mm. um, well, I take that back. Kids these days probably do know how to do that, but- (laughs) They know how to do so much. Back then, that was just, you know, there was no internet. There was no scope of what, you know, making something at home in your bedroom, could become, you know, and, and go out into the world. I didn't know what that would be. So I honestly, um, I spent, uh, especially my teen years and my my early 20s, just trying to figure out what that was. And I spent many years uh, pretty broke, pretty <laughs> paycheck to paycheck, <laughs> trying to figure that out because it was hard. I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I'm just trying things. But yeah, there I'm I'm just grateful that for whatever reason there was something inside of me that was like keep trying, you know, yes. don't give up, which is just so shocking to me because when I look back I'm like there are so many times I could have just completely given up and I was able to just keep pacing myself through and that led me to an iPad where I started drawing on an iPad. I did not go to school for art. I didn't, I was just like, this is fun. It's calming <laughs> to sit here and paint on my iPad. And long behold, a few years later, it started to to spread. So yeah, it's mm. it's been a very wild journey. I, I definitely could not have predicted it, you know, to turn out this way. And yeah, even just talking about it now, it's just such a reminder of like, who knows? Who knows what I'm doing now that I have no idea what it's going to turn into yeah. you know, years from now. So, yeah. Mm. And as you were talking about your beginnings, I love speaking about beginnings because sometimes we only see the, oh, the 2 million followers, mm-hmm. right? So thank you for sharing, you know, your journey. And I read that you began your career as well as a college admissions counselor. Yes. <laughs> I love these stories. <laughs> College admissions counselor. Where did you um, go to school? Yeah, so I went to, it's called Point University. It's okay. in Atlanta. It's a small uh, Christian university. And I, it was, I, my mom gets credit for this because I was graduating and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And she was like, 
well, what if you worked at the college? Like, see if they have anything. I was like, oh, okay, let me see. And long behold, I was able to get a job right out of college, which at that time when I graduated, mm. a lot of people were not getting jobs right out of college. So I was very grateful. I had no plans on leaving whatsoever. <laughs> mm. I was like, I have a job. I have healthcare. Um, I I just got married. I, I met my husband at college and we were Sweet. just like... We had like, I mean, it was just like, you know, basic level. We were like, we have our basics. Like, we're we're good. We're good. We're content. Let's, we're not trying to change anything. However, um, mm. the position that I had was actually uh, expanding. The college was expanding and my position was moving to uh, outside of Atlanta to okay. further, further to the Georgia, Alabama state line um, mm. to where the new campus was going to be, which is very exciting for the school. However, um, for my <laughs> entry level salary and what what we had going on at that time, there was no way we could afford to just pack up and leave that way. And I I remember my coworkers were like, oh yeah, we're selling our house. We're gonna buy a new house. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, we just, like we just figured, it is so funny thinking about it now. We bought a house in, in, in the Atlanta area in Stockbridge, Georgia. It was like, it was like four, was it four bedrooms? It was like $70,000, which is so crazy to think about now. But back then we, we really had to scrape to get that down payment. I mean, it was like, it was blood, sweat and tears, even mm. for a house of that price. So when I think about it now, I'm like, oh, we really were like barely even making it to that point and then to get to that point and say oh no now I've got to figure out work all over again and yeah that just launched a whole almost decade <laughs> mm. of just trying to figure out what to do and I have a sister in the music industry and she was just getting started and I just now don't be shy y'all are amazing by the way don't be shy so my little sister she had started on YouTube and she ended up getting a record deal ended up traveling so I just went on the road with her and that's essentially (laughs) that became my plan B your life has been amazing college admissions counselor to Grammy nominated artist to brilliant artist and poet. <laughs> I mean, we almost have similar journeys. I was in college, then I became, you know, a full-time musician. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, I'm cemented in what I believe to be my my true purpose. Do you believe that being a full-time poet and artist like this is your purpose? Mm, that's such a good question. Um, or does it evolve? Does it change? Yeah. Oh, I feel like I'm always asking myself that question. I'm like, is this a thing? I'm I'm not sure. Um, and honestly, I, I've kind of learned to live with the questions because my sister, um, I remember when she got her. So she she's she's Grammy nominated, and I sang on her. Mm. I sang on her tracks, and I sang on some other artists' uh, Grammy nominated albums. And I remember that thinking at that time, which I'm sure you can relate to. Like in the music industry, it's it's Grammys, it's counting Grammys, it's counting awards, and. I remember thinking, looking at how old I was in comparison to other artists, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm really behind with, you know, the Grammy nominations and, and Grammys. I, how am I going to make it to that point? And 
I was on the road with my sister. I was trying to figure out how to make my music the next thing and how to, because I felt like maybe this is my purpose, kind of going back to your question of like, maybe this is it. So I think because I spent so much energy back then really investing, thinking, okay, this is my purpose, right? I'm I'm a singer, I'm a musician, I'm a songwriter. So obviously going down the sprout of winning awards and having big tours, that's gonna be the fulfilling purpose. And then to not have that happen, I think for me, now that I'm in this new space of being a full-time artist and poet, I am more conscious of like, hey, you don't know. Like, you don't know if this is going to be like the thing in your career that is like the highest point. And I remember specifically earlier this year when um, Amanda Gorman, when she... I mean, spoke just so such a beautiful poem at the inauguration. And I remember watching that with so much peace. Um, mm. Even now I get chills because I'm, I'm, I'm older than her. And I remember saying, wow, I am so happy for her. <laughs> like, I'm just like, this is incredible. And I was like, there was a time in my life, especially in music, if I saw a younger person achieve something greater, quote unquote, I would have been like, oh, well, I guess I failed. I guess I failed. I guess I didn't fulfill what I was supposed to feel. There was so much more potential out there and I missed it. But I had so much peace. Mm. I was just like, wow, how incredible. So I think for me, I I try to keep that mindset of just like, I don't know what the what the ultimate, you know, fully rounded out version of all of this is, you know? Like, I had a dream a few nights ago about starting a theme park. I'm like, am I gonna do that? <laughs> Probably not, I'm not organized enough for that. But <laughs> you can have some people help you execute and be like, that hey is y'all, very true. <laughs> I had a dream, I'm supposed to do a theme park and then you hire the folks to help yeah. you make it happen. Yes, bring the vision to life. So who knows, you know, but I, I definitely, I definitely think about that a lot. And I try to stay conscious of like, you know, love where I am, be grateful for this. And at the same time, like stay open to to mm-hmm. what could be. Damn. So you're saying you have peace in that because for some other people, it they'd have anxiety because they mm-hmm. don't know what's next or they don't yeah. feel like they know what their purpose is. So mm-hmm. you're just trying you begin to try so many things yeah. in and out of relationships, in and out of careers, in and out of trades or whatever, because you don't know. Yeah. But I, it's bringing me peace that you can have peace mm. in the unknown. Yeah. It's, but it doesn't paralyze you. Oh, and it's something I'm still learning. You know, I okay. still have, I definitely still have moments and <laughs> seasons where I'm just, where I'm like, is this it? Am I doing the right thing? Am I doing the right thing? Because it's, it's hard when, you know, we, and I feel like a lot of people are in this space now. Okay. It's like many of us are, are, we have multiple careers, interests, things that we do. And for a lot of times, there's not really like a blueprint. You know, we can't like, okay, I'm going to go watch this documentary on this person who did all the things I'm trying to do. Because a lot of us are, we're entering into new spaces and we're doing things in different ways. So I think for me, I've just had to find that, that peace in being like, hey, it's going to be a lot of questions. It's going to be a lot of looking so at good. my my life, you know, day by day, week by week, month by month, and 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 being willing to to change where I need to change and 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 pull back in some areas where I need to pull back. It's been a constant 
um, constant change. And and I even like kind of wrote about mm-hmm. that a little bit in my book, How Far You've Come. I, yes. I talk about a season where I lived in Texas. And that was the point where I was becoming painfully aware that what I was trying to do in the music industry was not going to work. And it wasn't even so much a lack of like, support in terms of like like I had people who like mm. on the industry side and the friend side who were like hey I believe in you I am doing whatever I can to like help you you know help your music get out there but financially it just was not coming together I was like I don't I don't just have like a bottomless pit of money like eventually I'm gonna run out of money I can't afford to you know go on tours like I have to make a certain amount so I can get on a flight to go get on the bus to go get on the tour mm. and it was just getting to a point where it was like oh, I can't sustain this. Like, even though my heart is in it, even though I feel that God has made me to create, I can't keep going this particular way. Okay. And that was really hard for me because Mm -hmm. I felt like, I felt like I was going to let my family down. They were so supportive of me. I had friends in the industry who were supportive of me and I felt like I was letting them down. And I really do think that that season really it really woke me up and it really helped me see that hey it's okay if it doesn't end up going the way you think it's going to go okay there there Mm. are other ways i'm quiet because i'm like okay yes that's so good that's Mm. so good (laughs) i literally feel like an overwhelming sense of peace that just came over me as you are talking about your life and we were going to get to your book how far you come Are you all about the NBA action? You gotta try Pick 6, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with code TBE. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Like, will they score more or less than 30 points or have more or less than eight assists? Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with code TBE. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code TBE. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. 
But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. I try to let the audience know who you are or let you know that I care about who you are and how you're doing versus, okay, so you had a new book come out in April. Oh, yes. You know, and so thank you so much. You have been so honest, so open and endearing to people where they feel like parts of you, if it's not all of you, but parts of you, people can identify with Mm. and um thank you so much for that and i know that recently you opened up about being diagnosed with autism at the age of 31 and it was in my 30s that i i got a formal diagnosis of depression and you were incredibly open and still open and honest with your followers about your journey even though the doctors were like everything is fine you're perfectly normal. What made you really say, I'm going to share this part of my life? Mm, yes. Well, And thank you yeah. again for oh. sharing. That. Oh, and thank you again for creating the space for sharing. I, <laughs> I, did, <laughs> I was like, I didn't even mean to like get into like the Texas story, but I'm just like, well, whatever it's, reason. Please, it's, we got I you. was like, it's just, yes. it just has to be talked about today. <laughs> yes. You know what? But, yeah. People... <laughs> People hit me in my DMs saying, I binge listen to checking in because each episode, they're always extracting a gem that Mm. was taken. So regardless of the order in which we're talking about things, Morgan, it's already (laughs) Well, I love that. I love that about you because that's, I'm very similar. I'm just like, however, you know, the conversation was, (laughs) it's a flow. Yeah, it's a real conversation. Mm -hmm. and I, I, yeah, I love that. So, yeah, honestly, even, you know, answer your question about the autism diagnosis, it, it really, conversation is just a big word for me in general. Like yeah. I, I love conversation. I crave conversation. And at the same time, and because I was living all these years with undiagnosed autism, I really struggle with conversation. Um, I really struggle with keeping up um, with a lot of social cues and different communication things. Mm-hmm. And I was unknowingly working overtime just to kind of pace myself through even just casual interactions with people. Mm-hmm. And I ultimately, I, I really do think that that is why I've been so drawn to the arts because as you know, art just creates this creativity, mm-hmm. just creates this opportunity for you to kind of have this conversation with other people about real, honest, vulnerable things that may not always be easy in like day-to-day conversation. So mm. I even think that's why I gravitated toward like sharing online because it was like, I I love to talk to people. I, I love to meet people and exchange stories. I just, sometimes in real time, I get kind of 
locked mm. up and it, it takes mm. me a while to kind of you know get into a conversation so um that that was just one facet of my undiagnosed autism that i didn't know was a thing um however i knew enough about autism to mm. ask my my primary care doctor at the time because i was getting to a point where i was getting in my late 20s and i felt like I was supposed to have, I guess, maybe gotten a handle on life a little mm-hmm. bit more at that mm-hmm. point, especially in terms of just socially. And there were just like, there will be different things that would happen even like when I was playing shows and stuff. Like I would sometimes like, you know, if an ar- another artist who was like playing after me, like made like a joke or something, I, I sometimes would, like miss a joke. And then I felt I would get embarrassed because I'm like, did I miss something? It was just a lot of little things like that and i was like how do you fix this like is there a school i can go to to learn how to talk to people sign me up do y'all have scholarships but there is no such school that i knew of so i asked my doctor and i was like hey i need some help um i think i might be on the autism spectrum i've been doing a little bit of research and he just shot me down he was just like you have nothing to worry about you're perfectly normal and that experience alone just the more I've talked to other people is so unfortunately common, even outside of autism diagnosis. And it gets even more true for women, for black women um, of just, just getting told, no, you've got nothing to worry about. And it just leaves you with all this doubt and all of this, like, well, what am I supposed to do? Like, I know I'm struggling, but they're telling me I'm not. And I think that part is what, when I did finally was able to get my diagnosis, that's what led me to share my story was just knowing that there are other women out there that look like me who are right now going into doctor's offices where they're being told, no, we got nothing to worry about. Come on. And, but yet you persisted and was like, yeah. And, and that's the thing. I'm like, I don't, if I can help somebody else suffer a little less and to believe and, and advocate mm. for themselves just a little bit more than that to me is worth it. And I'm just, I have, you know, my, my sister, she's very open about her mental health diagnosis. My mom has a, a chronic pain disorder. So even yeah. the women who are right here in my life, like it, this is a, a normal conversation for us <laughs> to talk about finding the right Ooh. health professionals and finding the right people you can talk to. So Which is not common to me sometimes in black families Mm -hmm. to have the conversation. So there are two things to inspire women to not just take no for an answer. You know Mm -hmm. your body. You know how you feel. So it's like, no, I can't take no for an answer. So did that same doctor diagnose you or did you have to go somewhere else? Yeah, I had to go somewhere else. So that doctor was just like, Nope. <laughs> so, so do they know I, you're you were diagnosed? Oh no, no, no. I don't yeah, I'm not seeing that doctor anymore. So I stopped seeing them. Now that happened in 2017. So I sadly I just took his word and I just went silent. God. And it took me years to get to the point of like, nope, what you have researched you need to pursue it further That's so good. like you said you know Oof. your body you know what's going on mm-hmm. and it took some tiktok videos to actually really set it into action i ended up seeing videos 
of women who were talking about being diagnosed as autistic as adults. And that's what made me see, I'm like, okay, so there's more of us. Like I never thought to really look that up, but the TikTok algorithm showed it to me. When you shared it, I went and looked it up. Mm. And like you were talking about as far as autism, sometimes it's not always the obvious signs. Yes, yeah. You Mm -hmm. know, and as it relates to mental health, depression, anxiety, bipolar um, Mm -hmm. disorders, it doesn't always have obvious signs, but yet you know, like, man, my response to this is was a little over the top or mm-hmm. my responses are seeming to hurt people or people are staying mm-hmm. away versus leaning in. Let me go process mm-hmm. that, get some help for it, yeah. Morgan. And then secondly, the fact that you said your sister has been open about it, your mother, you all have mm-hmm. conversations about this stuff. I'm curious to know, was it something y'all had to learn to do did someone just spark a conversation and say, hey, we're going to talk about this? Or was conversation in your household normal? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Credit goes to my mom. <laughs> she Go is, ahead, mom. She is really, um, I mean, I, I didn't see this way growing up, but now I look back, I'm like, whoa, she really was like rare in a lot of ways because my sister was diagnosed with Tourette syndrome at... Um, I forget what that like in her preteen years. Mm. And that was very taboo for a lot of people. It was very taboo for a lot of church folk. It was very taboo for a lot of the people that we were around that were just like, oh, she has Tourette's. What does that mean? And I saw my mom advocate for my sister. Mm. I'm just like, no, you're not going to talk to my child that way. You're not going to talk to our family this way. This is what she's going through. Um, I remember going to doctor appointments with my mom and my sister to find the right doctor. Cause even as a kid, it wasn't and if I remember correctly, still isn't a lot of research on on black females with Tourette syndrome. Um, so it was it was a lot of I saw my mom really, really go out of her way to mm. really make sure we had what we needed. And that made all the difference because outside of the home, my sister was bullied and I I was the one who would stick up for her. I'm still that way. Yeah. <laughs> like even I have to stop myself sometimes. Like even if it's like a Twitter troll and they say something to my sister, <laughs> she's like, Morgan, it's fine. I'm like, no, it's not. It's not. It <laughs> you would not, not talk okay. to my sister that way. <laughs> so I wonder, yeah, can, can we normalize <laughs> talk to people the way you talk to yourself? Yeah. Or if you're going to talk to yourself in a destructive way that defiles others, don't talk to others that way. We don't want to be defiled. We don't want to be hurt. Yeah. And it's like, if you do, watch out for their sisters and their friends. Okay. I'm like, I got time. I'm like, I know. I was like, this is, I'll tell my sister, I'm like, I know that's beneath you, but I've got time. They will not. Because I was going to say, listen, what I can sense about you is, even though, (laughs) even though when you were talking to me earlier, I sensed a lot of peace. But I sense that you can also give a piece <laughs> yeah. of your mind and go I'm back a, to I'm your a, piece. I'm an older sister. I will say that. <laughs> you <And> know, <laughs> come yeah. on, come on. She was like, listen, I'm giving you yeah. a piece of my mind. I can go then I'm, then I'm going to go back to my peaceful 
home and circle <laughs> in the peaceful, tranquil space that I've curated yes. for myself. Wow, yes. Morgan, it's been it's been a joy. So let me be professional. Let me keep it cool because I'm excited about your new book, How Far You Come, which you released in April, which was also Autism Awareness Month. Was that coincidence yeah. or planned like, hey, let's do this now? That was coincidence. <laughs> I had no idea. Um, so I, I knew that I was I was in the process of being diagnosed, and okay. but obviously I'd never gone through the process before, so I didn't realize like how long it was going to take. Uh, for me, it took several months. Okay. Um, so it by the time I was diagnosed and announced it, it ended up leading up to <laughs> autism, autism Awareness Month. And that was not intentional. I was just like, but I, I think that was the maybe the way it was meant to happen. Um, Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah, it was. I did not plan it, but it was the way it was meant to happen. And and uh, yeah, it's just it's just been a really I think the word I would use the most is it's been a really healing season for me. Yeah. Um, just i it's hard for me to share my story but i'm learning that when you do share when i do share it just other people then share their stories with you and then it's like oh that okay that's why <laughs> that's why we do this because, i was gonna yeah. say what was the inspiration for the book or what was the message that you hope to convey but it seems like you're answering the question too it's like yeah. to encourage other people to share their story <sighs> yep <laughs> that is exactly it. Let's That's normalize exactly that. that. To yeah. share yeah, to share your story and once you got the diagnosis, seeing that we're just leaving May, which is mental health awareness month, did it affect anything, you know, with your mental health getting the diagnosis mm. or was it like finally I know? Yeah, it was definitely a finally I know. And it gave me it gave me a fire that I don't think I've ever had for myself and for advocating for myself. Yeah. It honestly felt like it, like, I don't know, this might sound weird to some people, but it felt like I was fighting for my kid's self. Like how I, how I, how I would stand up for my little sister. Like it felt like I'm standing up for myself. Um, like kind of being my own big sister. And it was like, yes, all these years you struggled, all these years you did not know what was going on and you would question yourself and you would doubt yourself. It's like now, now you can talk about it and you can talk about mm. it with conviction, knowing that there is support, there is help, there's no shame in what you're dealing with. And when the, the specialist that I saw for the whole process, on the day I received like the diagnosis, which is super long, it was like, okay, here's everything kind of going on with you neurologically. And at the very end, she said, and it's not your fault. And that just set me free. Like, it really did. Like, it felt like it felt like a movie moment of like, okay, I can go out now and roll the windows down and <laughs> let my hair blow in the wind. <laughs> you said that in your caption the yeah. day that you announced it was when she said, and it is not your fault. Yeah, that was, Ooh. I just, I, yeah, that. So thankfully it has been, um, I mean, it has, there has been grief too, though. And and I give, I give credit to somebody who left a comment. I thought I took a screenshot of it, but I can't find it. So because you had thousands, so much support. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you to this person who, um, it was another woman, autistic woman who left a comment and, and she also had been diagnosed as an adult. And she said, 
for me, it was grief for all the years I didn't know. Mm. And for me, that put a lot of language to that other feeling that I was having of like, wow, how differently would it have been, you know, when I was in my early 20s on a tour bus hurled up in a ball, Mm. having like sweating and crying because I didn't know that I had sensory processing issues and that being in a loud arena with loud music can literally shut me down. So I would literally just Mm. run out of the arena and just go on the tour bus and just sit in darkness and quiet and just cry and just shake sometimes. I was like, how good it would have been to have known that like, hey, it's okay. Like, there's no shame in this. Like you can seek help and support for this. Um, Mm. But I didn't, no one in my life knew that until recently. I, I didn't even share things like that up until this recent experience. So. And what were their, some of their responses, especially like other musical peers. And yeah, it was uh, the, the few people that I have talked to were just kind of like, never would wow like i never would have known um i saw you at those events you look perfectly normal like there's no way you know somebody just walks out of it you don't know what you know you don't know where they're going um so yeah it was just thankfully i i you know i feel like we're kind of in general in a time where people are learning how to be more vulnerable and have grace for others, you know, despite the other things that happen, you know, on the internet, especially. But I do feel like I have been able to, people that I've toured with and even people yeah. that I haven't toured with, are just being very supportive and kind. And and I'm just really grateful for that um, because that that part isn't everyone's experience. There mm-hmm. are people who, who get a diagnosis and then they still have, you know, family members or people that they trust saying, oh, that's, that's not what it is, or, you know, they're doubting them. So, you know, I do want to acknowledge that because that's not everyone's experience. Um, yes, ma'am. I just so happened to, you know, be grateful that I did have people in my life who kind of, you know, affirmed that for me and, and kind of allow me to, you know, grieve that as I work through that. Yeah. What would you say to someone who probably is going through that where people aren't as supportive? Yeah. So the biggest thing that I, I try to, hold on to because in in the sense that I I'm grateful that my close circle is is there for me but there have been people in my life who've kind of like since I've talked about my diagnosis I'm like wow like they didn't say anything I thought maybe they would say like hey you know I'm praying for you or something but um there has been some of that and one thing that I try to hold on to is just like you know what you know for whatever reason they're not everyone is going to have the capacity because of what they're going through to be there for you. Um, So what matters the most is that you find the people that can, that can be there for you. And they may be people you grew up with, but they may not be. They may be people you call family, but they may not Mm. be. And there's no shame if that person right now is somebody, a, a therapist or, or one friend or, you're one random cousin who gets it, you know, it doesn't Abs- have to yeah. be like everybody. Um, it's true. Just, just so one. hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. One person can, can lead that. That is community. That is community. That is real, genuine connection. 
And I think it can be hard to remember that when we live in a technological age where there's so much access to so many people. Um, it can feel like if you just have that one person, it's like, well, that's not enough. Like I need like, I need like a whole squad and that's great. I want everybody to have that. And at the same time, we can, we can start with one. And then, you know, on a, on a health, kind of like a, you know, a pursuing, you know, healthcare or mental health care uh, advice. Like, I mean, of course, I'm not a medical professional at all, but I will say just just read the reviews. <laughs> Re- look at the reviews, research okay. the people that you're going to go see. Um, I'm very specific with like, I scroll through the reviews and look for people that look like me. And what did they say? <laughs> what was their experience like? And there's there's no shame in that. There's no shame in, in in making sure you know you're finding safe spaces where you can open up and and come advocate on, for yourself. Sis, there's nothing wrong with that. So yeah. wow. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but like I never liked being told, "Oh, wow, you look so good for your age." Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com stereo right now. NetSuite.com stereo. NetSuite.com stereo. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. When you think about your book, How Far You Come, what's one of your most proud things that you're like, I'm proud I wrote that line. (laughs) This is it. Oh, thank you for asking that. It's um, it's so the cover of the book, it has to do with the cover of the book. The cover of the book is an iPhone photo that I took driving through New Mexico Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, many years ago. Well, I wasn't driving when I took the photo. I was in the passenger seat, but we were driving through New Mexico. So it's um, that photo. We have to make that clear because we're not supposed (laughs) to be driving and taking selfies. (laughs) Yeah. So I didn't do that. But um, yeah, this New Mexico chapter is um, I'm talking about the concept of of beauty and and beauty as as a fleeting moment and yeah. how it's okay if when you encounter beauty in your life if it if those moments don't always last as long as you want them to like 
God still gave them to you. They're still there. They're still worth welcoming into your life as something worthy. And I just try to hold on to that because I, I think especially, you know, over this past year, a lot of us have been reminded of how fleeting life can be and and mm. how, you know, things don't always last as long as we want them to. But it's like whatever beautiful moment you have encountered, hold on to it. That's a part of your story. That's a part of who you are. And that's worth celebrating and honoring every day. So yeah, that's one of my Ooh. one of my favorite parts of the book. And I, I try to hold on to that. That is so good. I'm looking at the picture of the book cover and I'm like, now I know I got some pictures in my library that I can yes. use as covers. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, thank you I'm so, so glad much. you said that because yeah. like the nerdy part of me, that that's like what I want the actual takeaway of the book to be. I'm like, I want people to go through their <laughs> camera roll, find your photo that Come you forgot about on. that you took of some sunrise and yeah. <laughs> now that, you know, they have all these challenges, these social media challenges. That might could be some type of challenge, Morgan. Like, you're right. <laughs> yes, you're right. You're create right. your cover out of something you already have. Okay. All right. You get credit for that. <laughs> if I do that, because that's a really cool idea. If, let's do it. Okay. So we'll we'll jump start it. It's your thing. Then I'm like, hey, I'm hopping on Morgan's challenge. Yes. We're going to look in our phone to see what we already have and use yes. it. Yes. Okay, taking up all that memory anyway, (laughs) use it. That is so true. (laughs) Listen, Morgan, you are an absolute joy, an absolute delight. And y'all, she's a force, an absolute force. And it's so real, thought provoking, heartwarming, all these things. And I'm just endeared to you. Just, I wish I could just be in your presence and be like, let's hug. Like, well, maybe not, maybe not, maybe not, but you know what I mean? (laughs) Well, it is all mutual. I I feel, I feel the same way. And yeah, I I really enjoyed this conversation. You are so encouraging. (laughs) You really are. So thank you so much for the wisdom that you share. Thank you so much. You are absolutely encouraging as well. And thank you. I'm going to get more art. Um, We can shop her shop Garden 24 Co., Yes. And the app, the Storyteller Co. And I'm delighted. I'm showing off my piece of art and I'm going to get <laughs> more. You. I'm going to get more. But I got this a while ago. And it's like real literally like the title of your book. You have come so far. <laughs> it is a theme for me. Yes. Yeah. I have to remember how far we've come. How far we have come. <laughs> and yes. not necessarily about how far you have to go. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, God. Oh, you brought me this far, yes. which which lets me know I can mm-hmm. go the rest of the way. Absolutely. You know, Morgan, yes. it's been amazing. I'm not going to, you know how they do all eight benedictions. I'm closing. <laughs> so, sis, I'm going to let you go. And I just appreciate you and, and hope you're able to come back and check in with us soon. Yes. Well, thank you so much. I, I really enjoyed this. Thank you, you are welcome. Listen, I'm lost for words. I am so taken aback and just actually inspired by how Morgan so brilliantly articulates her vulnerability. To me, I feel like it's such a gift and I'm working on it every single day and knowing that it's okay 
especially as long as you've got some safe people that you can be transparent with and vulnerable with. And I think that's why I love talking to you guys here on the podcast, because even though I can't see your faces, I literally can feel the energy of people that tune in. So I'm really, really thankful for you. You know, even with her telling us that she was diagnosed with autism in her 30s, she felt like she knew something was going on. So I think that's a lesson for all of us to pay attention to our bodies or our minds and our our souls. Like when you know something doesn't quite feel the same. She kept being persistent and she went to another doctor and she was able to just get the diagnosis. But I'm loving how she is not letting that label define who she is. She is not letting that diagnosis totally stop her. I know Morgan is going to continue to blossom and grow. She's going to continue to be a best-selling author. I can't wait to see her. One day I'm going to just see her chilling with Oprah if she hasn't already. All right, you guys, thank y'all so much again. I love y'all. I love y'all. Thank you again for the love for the book, checking in how getting real about depression saved my life and how it can save yours too. You guys are incredible. Thanks again. I love you to the moon. Checking in with Michelle Williams is a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Ibera Star Hotels and Resorts and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk? Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. 
Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine.